Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Isabella Williams, and this is Just Musings. Over the past few years of my life, a lot has changed. My relationship with my friends has gone from having sleepovers and playing with Barbies to getting wine and chatting about the people we know that are are getting married or having kids. And it's been something that I have had to cope with and I think something that a lot of people a lot of people don't really talk about. Change can be a lot to cope with and work through. And it's something that again isn't really talked about and there aren't a lot of solutions of how to deal with it. Like if you're realizing, "Oh my gosh, like my life has shifted from something familiar to something completely unfamiliar and you're having this like out of body experience moment where you're realizing you're an adult and it's super overwhelming. No one talks about that. And in the past two years in particular, I have had so many of those moments where I'm walking through my college campus and I'm like, wait, (laughs) I'm just excited to go home and clean my apartment and do laundry. And even two years ago, I was so excited to go home, to go up to my bedroom and lock myself away from my brothers and listen to Taylor Swift and cry. Not that I don't do that. I still sometimes do that. Um, But your priorities completely shift and change. And I first started noticing my life drastically changing when I was in high school. I realized that all of a sudden that life really would never be the same. I started to freak out, like panic mode, because I was looking at all of these schools in big cities, and I was I was realizing that my childhood home wouldn't be an aspect of my life every single day, and my routines that I had established for years wouldn't be there every single day, and that I would have to make new friends, and I would have to start over. And like I said, I started to freak out and panic. And if I could go back and tell my past high school self anything, I would say that change is good. Change is a good thing. And it's how you respond to change that matters. Because sometimes change happens and it doesn't feel like a good thing. It feels awful (laughs) when your friend hurts you and doesn't want to be around you anymore and you your life's about to change because you're not going to be hanging out with that person every single day anymore. It may feel like a horrible bad thing, but it might actually be a really good thing. Because without change, we as individuals cannot grow. And I've learned that growth is a vital thing to help us improve and reach our goals. And embracing that change, whether it feels like a good thing or a bad thing, is really important. And choosing how you respond to change in those moments is also really important. I know that the only way I feel like you can really learn to do this is by actually doing it and recognizing what change looks like in your life and seeing 
that, oh, my life is changing with this person or school or job. And this is how I'm going to choose to respond in this moment because I know that change is a good thing and it's something that I want to recognize and grow and change along with instead of fighting it. All the energy that I put into fighting my life changing in high school, I wish that I put into growing and becoming the person that I wanted to be now. And there are so many ways that everyone's life can change. I am so aware of that. I could talk about that for hours. So I'm only going to cover three things that I've had to work through that have changed drastically in my life from high school up until now, my second year of college. So the first category I wrote down was friends and family. My relationship with my friends has completely changed. My relationship with my family, I wouldn't say is completely changed because I am still very close with my family, but I don't live there. I'm not there every single day. So in that sense, my relationship with my family kind of has completely changed. Um, I have met so many people this past year and all of the friends that I thought would be my super close, amazing friends forever have completely changed. Some of them I don't even talk to anymore. My relationship with my family, like I said, has changed and I'm not home every day. I'm not at the dinner table every day and I've had to learn that it's good. It is a good thing that these relationships have changed. Holding on to relationships that are naturally growing and changing keeps you yourself from growing. And I've become so thankful for how my friendships and relationships have changed. Because through them changing, I've grown closer to people that I never thought I would become super close with. I have met new people and know the kind of people that I want to be around. And I have learned that new friendships are good and being around good people is very valuable and when I've grown personally and changed through the past few years you might go back to a friendship or relationship with someone and see the bad things in that friendship or relationship or the things that haven't grown and changed with you because your perspective has completely changed and you may realize I don't know that I need to be super close with this person or I don't know that it's productive for me to hold on so tightly to this friendship that is naturally growing away. Um, And I think that those are things that are super helpful when struggling with friends and family growing or changing. And I would just say embrace it because you don't know the good that will come out of it. And I am very thankful for the new people that I've been able to meet, being open to new friendships, and growing in old ones. The second category that I wrote down was school and priorities. I used to view my school and my priorities in a completely different way than I do now. A few years ago, I was so stressed about my grades and my academic work that I genuinely believed that it directly reflected me as a person. And I've realized that that is not the case, that if I get a C on a paper, if I put my best work into it and I didn't just ignore it, it doesn't directly affect or 
reflect who I am as a person. Most of my friends now are grad students or finished with college and in working careers or just much older individuals. And all of them have told me when we talk about college that college is essentially just a stepping stone to reach your goals. And if you're not looking to go to med school to be a brain surgeon or a rocket scientist or something, grades really don't matter. And I'm obviously not saying go ahead and flunk all your classes and don't show up and don't take initiative because I would never condone that, but I am saying take time for yourself. Instead of constantly panicking about getting a straight A in your economics class, you can take some time if you've studied for the amount of time that you need to and you've done what you've needed to do. It's okay. It's outside of your control whether or not that person or professor gives you an A. Because honestly, I've been in so many classes where I've done all of the work and all the things that I would think would result in me getting the grade that I want, and it has been completely different. So that time that you would put all of your energy into getting an A or whatever outcome you're looking for, it's okay to take that time and energy and put it into prioritizing yourself. I realized that I have grown and changed and I am finally proud of that. I'm finally proud of admitting I'm a completely different person than I was a few years ago. I'm not afraid of getting older and being excited to clean my apartment, like I said, and my priorities have just shifted from looking to the future constantly to being more present in every moment. I think that in high school, in our culture in particular, you're constantly faced with these future decisions and it's really hard to be present. Because everything that you're doing is focused on the next steps and the future. And I was talking with a friend yesterday at a coffee shop and she was just saying how she's in grad school and everything has just been the next step, the next step. And what happens when you you meet all those steps? What do you do? And when you've spent all of that time thinking about what's next and the future and you haven't taken the time to be in the moment and look at everything that's changing around you and savor it. All of a sudden you have to learn how to do that after you've met all those goals and it probably is so overwhelming. So take the time now to figure out how you can be present and enjoy every single day a little more. Because one day things might completely change and your idea of what you thought you were going to do could be completely different. And you don't want to miss that small moment. You don't want to miss the moment that you're in now. You want to remember it. Because if we're constantly looking to be present in only the big moments of our lives, that's really not that many. And we're missing the little things that I genuinely believe truly build up our lives. The moments where you're with a loved one, eating dinner with them, or looking out the window at the sky, little things that we tend to ignore are far more common, and learning to be thankful for the small things will in turn help us to be thankful for the big things, and maybe not as hold them as tightly. I know that it's helped me to be more present 
to savor the big moments just as much as I savor the small ones and recognize the importance of life in general. The third category I put down was desires and needs. And again, going back to high school, in high school, all I wanted was to be liked. Liked by my orchestra conductor, my peers, my older siblings and friends or siblings. I would sit in my room and I would cry because I was so concerned with how people viewed me. And I would cry about other things. I still cry a lot. And it's not shocking that I like sat upstairs and cried. But my point, my point is that I spent so much time being concerned with how people viewed me. And when my life started to change, I I realized I could be whomever I wanted to be. And I learned that I didn't have to shape what I liked to fit other people's ideal image of who they thought or who I thought they wanted me to be. I stopped hiding who I was. And I'm still learning how to do that. But I was it wasn't until recently that I realized that all of those years I spent hiding from people, hiding who I really was, hiding my personality and what I liked, whether it was what I liked to wear, what I liked to listen to. They they those people that I did that for if they can't handle who you are authentically, who you yourself are truly, then you don't really need to be around them. And I've begun to embrace that. People who cannot bear to see you for who you really are or cannot understand how you've grown or changed, those people need their own space and time to work on themselves and focus on their own needs. And the needs of the people around them aren't necessarily that important. And if someone's responding that way and they they truly can't understand who you are now that you've grown and changed and don't understand how you have changed, it's okay. And you can embrace that aspect. I know that sounds kind of confusing. I think what I mean by that is I've been in friendship with people who one friend, I was honest with them when I had this realization and I was like, I've just been saying things that I like to do and things that I like and you know, what I, I enjoy because I think it's what you enjoy and it's not actually what I like. And they were a little upset at first, but then they shifted to, that's okay. You don't need to feel that way around me. You can be yourself and we can embrace this change and growth in our friendship together. And I realized that those people who cannot handle that, can't, be around you when you're authentically yourself or are embarrassed for you to be around them or their friends, which I've also experienced. Those people need their time to realize the importance of growth and change. And I myself don't need to be in the picture to make them see that. They need to see that on their own. And through that, I have learned that Focusing on my own needs and the needs of those who truly care and support me has filled my cup. And I mean that in the most sincere way. I got off the phone with someone not that long ago and I felt awful. I was just crushed and drained and I, I was in a very dark place. 
and I called one of my closest friends and after I got off the phone with her, I felt the complete opposite. I felt encouraged, I felt cared for, I felt supported, and I genuinely, the first word that came to my, my mind was, I just feel like my cup was just drained and then just filled with support and gratitude and encouragement. And I reached out to them and I was like, thank you so much because you have just genuinely made me feel full. And friendship and relationship with people is not perfect. I know there are moments that are dark or disruptive or anxious, or if you're struggling through things, it may not constantly feel that way. But friendship is supposed to be mutual in how you support and encourage one another. And change through those things is good. And that's something that I have learned and have become very thankful for. I've been telling myself over and over that when I start to get sad or anxious about how much my life has changed, that every memory and moment in my life was a piece in my story that took me to where I am today. All of those moments I've had are valid, and everything I've experienced with my best friend in middle school, playing in the yard with my brother, cooking with my grandmother, those moments shaped me. And even though they've changed, and some of those people aren't in my life or haven't been able to grow with me, that doesn't invalidate the good aspects of those memories. And the change that I've experienced now hasn't changed past good in my life and tainted it. And if at all, it's made that those experiences better because I've grown to see more good in them. Embracing the new priorities I have in my life, like going on walks and living in a cleaner space and not caring so much about getting all A's, has actually made getting all A's and my past priorities way easier because I've prioritized my needs to the point where I, what I used to be so uptight about happens seamlessly in my life. And I've been able to see how changing my focus can make my old and new priorities even more achievable because I'm pouring into myself and I'm taking care of myself and I'm able to do those things without the pressure and unnecessary hold that I had on them, afraid that they were going to change and afraid that I would be worse for it, has actually made those things more natural in my life. So when I do take the time to rest and clean and enjoy my life, I naturally do better in school because I am rested and I feel like a normal person and I'm excited to get up in the morning. And that's something that I wish I realized even a few months ago. But I am so thankful that it has taken a lot of change in my life for me to realize that. And I think a lot of people wait like me until you realize that you need some critical change in your life to do that. So even if your life does feel fantastic, take some time to do something for yourself that will allow you to be productive in everything that you want to be productive in, no matter what that looks like, whether it's a friendship, your priorities, your school anything like that, take time for yourself so you can do everything in your life well and to the the best of your ability. You've probably heard people say you are what you eat, 
or you become who you spend time with. And it's like honestly a bit cliche and kind of stupid, but I've come to realize it's absolutely true. Just embracing who I am and surrounding myself with people I genuinely love and who fill my cup has made me a completely different person for the better. I saw a quote today that my friend and I were talking about today, actually, that goes, you are the product of the five closest people around you. Choose wisely. And that sounds really intense, but I cannot agree with that more. And I would take it further than just friendship. I would take it with with everything. The five closest people around you are who are influencing your life all the time and when things start to change and things start to get hard do you want those people with you do you want those people around you supporting you and I feel that it's the same with whatever your coping mechanisms might be do you go to good things that help you and build you up when you're down and upset do you have a good relationship with what it looks like to rest and what you need to do to rest and I don't mean when you're having a hard time work out and run a marathon I'm just saying know what is so helpful to you to change and grow because we're constantly changing and growing as people and benefit most from those moments I I have always struggled with working out. I I don't like feeling worse after I exercise. I don't like feeling like I'm in pain. I like feeling better. And I've constantly struggled with trying to find something to do to feel active where I feel better. And I would just go on walks and do things like that or go to the beach and swim for a while. Like the most basic thing I could do because I don't like working out. And the other day I found a workout and I I was like, I just want to feel better, but I hope this doesn't make me feel worse. I will stop if I don't like this. I, for the first time in my life, felt so much better working out than I have before. And my goals were simply just to distress and feel better. And it took me falling down a few times and going through weird workout phases and doing things that I didn't actually like to learn what was most productive for me. So allow yourself to find the things that help you be the best version of yourself that you are. As cliche and cheesy as that sounds, I think that that's vital when your life is changing and you're coping with that. I used to surround myself with people regardless of how they treated others, responded to conflict, or took care of themselves. And once I changed that and I began to prioritize being around people that valued the same things I valued, I myself began to change. And I am excited to continue with that. And I'm looking forward to meeting more people that have the same values and care for things that I do. And I hope that whoever is listening to this can take a look at who they're around and what their priorities are and not be overwhelmed and beat yourself up if there are things that you know that you don't want to be like or prioritize in your life, but look at yourself and what you enjoy and like about the priorities you have and how you handle change in your life with grace and look forward to how you can respond to change in the future. Coping with change isn't just taking the time to process the change, 
which I do believe is imperative to learn and grow from change while you go through it throughout your whole life. But it's also taking action to change and grow along with it. If I sense that my life is shifting and changing, I take the time to reflect and do the things that will best help me grow and the things that will benefit me most during a time of a lot of changing growth in my life. And I am very excited to see what 2023 brings with change and growth. It already has, and it's literally just January, so I'm looking forward to many months of growing and changing together. It is that time in the podcast where I talk about the three things that brought me joy this week. I think number one would be I talked to my family a lot this week, and not that I don't talk to my family a lot, I do, but it really, a lot of things brought me closer to them this week than I think would have normally, and I'm very thankful for that. In the moment, you know, the things that brought me talking to them a lot, I wasn't super super thankful for, but in keeping with the theme of this podcast episode, I know that it's good, and I am very thankful moving forward with my family and my relationship with my family. Um, the second thing, I met two wonderful girls for coffee yesterday, and we just worked together in this coffee shop for like three hours, and then I went to one of the girls' homes, and we just chatted, and I barely knew them. They were just acquaintances, and we had so much in common, and they were such wonderful people, and I am not the kind of person who just goes and hangs out with people. It takes a lot for me to do that, but I made myself do it because I was like, this is a good thing. This is pushing me, and I'm so glad that I did. It was wonderful and so much more than I thought it would be, and I'm I'm very thankful for that. The third thing that brought me joy this week was I went to a German restaurant with Matt yesterday, and I was not feeling well. I was really stressed out and overwhelmed during our dinner for some reason. I don't know what it was. It was really weird. And when I say I have not felt more comfortable and at home in a restaurant in a very long time, I absolutely mean that. When you live in a huge city... Restaurants are kind of stressful, especially if you have worked in the food industry. They're always so busy. And we drove out to the suburbs, and it was just a family restaurant. And the owner sent us drinks, and I was, like, really cold and felt, like, when I say I felt weird, I felt really weird. And I asked for a cup of tea, and they brought me tea with, like, lemon and honey. And they were like, I know you're cold. Like, can we get you anything else? And I was like, no, you guys are just great. It was just great, and it brought me so much joy. Um, so what started out me feeling not great ended with me feeling very comforted and at home. If you've made it to the end of this episode, thank you so very much. I post new episodes every Monday talking about mental health, wellness, and cultivating joy, whatever that may look like in my life. And I love hearing your reviews and feedback. So please write a review, whether that's on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you listen to your podcasts, write a review. It's so helpful for me to get this podcast out there. And everyone that listens, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. You mean the world to me. If there's a topic that you want me to talk about, go ahead and DM me on the Instagram. It's at JustMusingsPod on Instagram. And I am looking forward to seeing all of you next Monday. 
have a wonderful week. And don't forget to look for three things that brought you joy this week.